It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy with one question. After yesterday's announcement, Rihanna's playing the Super Bowl halftime show. When we get in that new music. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> right? I mean, she's she's. we've been waiting. There's been the rumors for years and years and years. She's been busy being a mama the last little while, but now it's time, Rihanna. What a roller coaster of a weekend. Like, I, I feel like it was, what, was it Friday or Saturday when it's like, hey, Taylor Swift's going to be doing yeah. Super Bowl. And I went, all right, cool. And then at some point in time, I woke up Sunday morning, and I was like, wait, wait, Rihanna? What happened in the last 24 hours? <laughs> yeah, it's funny because there's also things that like, oh, Taylor Swift said no. Yeah. yeah. So they went to Rihanna. And you're yeah. like, okay, first of all, nobody says no, no yeah. to the Super Bowl not. halftime show. It is the biggest thing you can do yeah, yeah, yeah. in music. Yeah. Well, and, and then the hear- idea that Rihanna is like is a consolation too is kind of it's kind of silly. Did you hear why they, they thought Taylor Swift was going to be the Super Bowl halftime performer? No. What's that? Because they announced that they were going to be announcing the Super Bowl halftime performer at midnight. Oh, okay. And her upcoming album is called Midnight. Okay. So, of course, everybody's always looking for a Taylor Swift Easter egg out in the world. Right. And so everybody was like, oh, my God. So that's where the Taylor Swift rumor came from. Okay. Um, But very excited that it's Rihanna. That's going to be fantastic. Man, seriously, uh, this is is that thing where, like, Rihanna can go out there and sing the greatest hits and play for an hour and a half. Absolutely. Absolutely. Rihanna, one of the biggest artists of all time. But you know there's going to be at least a new song. There has to be. You would hope so. There's got to be something so as uh as we wait for that we just sit there and go like riri like thank you like <laughs> I, I, I know it's been fun being like a like a like a makeup billionaire and stuff yeah, yeah. but now you're coming home absolutely oh. you're coming home to us to do music stuff it's gonna be freaking awesome and, and looking forward to the super bowl so much more knowing now that two of my favorite things are going to be there oh. being being rihanna oh. and of course the three and oh philadelphia eagles oh. well, of course hey, hey, hey. Big big news, oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. Hey. How, how many weeks are we in? A, one? Three. Three. Oh, we're three. three. We're yeah. three. 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 You've just won $5,000. Then you immediately thinking about everything that would help with. That's a phone call we were lucky to give to our friend Amy Michaud on Friday. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. This is going to be great. Oh, my God. My son's in university, so this is going to help so much. Oh, bills. Oh, my gosh. The bills, the cost of food, just gas. It's it's just a lot. It's a really amazing help right now it's amazing it's so oh this is amazing oh my god i've been trying this time and i tried the last time you guys did this oh my god i'm so excited <laughs> who can't relate to everything amy just said right there Honestly. i mean i don't have a, a, a son in university yeah but everything um, else i'm like yep uh-huh tell me about it everything's Preach. a lot and five thousand dollars would be oh, amazing five thousand dollars <laughs> worth of relief to oh. if you are a current student if you have a current student in your life if you're just graduated and you still got those student loans and you're like how am i ever gonna pay this thing Oof. down oh my goodness it's a nice little dent out of it right yeah totally oh i love amy's vibes there the uh the r- vibes of relief is is what you want in your life and we hook them up 
every single day. Another $25,000 going to be given out this week. And let's get you started being our first $5,000 winner. It is the Virgin Radio 5K a day contest. Big shout out to our good friends at Bubbles Car Wash and Detail Center. Keep listening for your next chance to win. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Happy to be inside your device when you can't listen to the show live. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. And this morning we want to know about the time you lost a ring. We're joined by a really good friend to share a story. We're joined by our friend Joel Tomlinson from CTV Morning Live uh, on the subject of people who have lost important pieces mm. of jewelry like engagement rings, rings and wedding rings. Um, are, are, are we are we talking about your, your, yeah. your partner? This we- is this is a sensitive topic for me, everyone. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I got married recently in June, and Brad, my my partner, my husband, the, the man I love dearly, <laughs> lost his ring in less than three weeks. <gasps> After the ceremony. Three weeks. That's impressive. So I ran into Brad in the parking lot Mm -hmm. here at at our work (laughs) this week. And he said, did Joelle tell you about the ring? And I said, no. no. And he said, lost it while golfing. I texted you immediately and you said, drunk golfing. Drunk (laughs) golfing. (laughs) Here's the best part. We were at a wedding. We were at a wedding. And he decides he needs to do a quick round. In between the ceremony, Get so he took it off, put and it in his bag. The the dinner. So no, it was affecting his golf swing. Yeah. So you take it off, you put it. He in your put bag. in his pocket. Oh. He said he put it in his pocket. Whoa. It's gone. Yeah. So you can't put it in your pocket because as you're golfing, you're reaching in, you're pulling out tees, you're pulling right. out balls, you're pulling out ball markers, all sorts of things. So if you put it in there, it's bound to fall out. That's why you put it in your golf bag. Yeah. Says the guy who never wears his <laughs> wedding ring. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And here's the thing. We took off on a flight right after that wedding on our honeymoon, and my husband did not have his ring on during his entire honeymoon. Oh, with somebody while you're wearing right. a ring and the person you're with yeah. isn't that you're like scandalous. Are, people, are people looking at us wondering right. what's going on that's part of the fun of it though uh, it's like yeah <laughs> look how fun I am okay the funniest part to me about this entire thing is what Brad is using as a <laughs> ring and it kind of sounds like this is his go to forever he doesn't it, want it a, he doesn't want a replacement no no he doesn't want to replace this beautiful ring in fact what he's done is bought rubber bands off Amazon and he wears he's got a, a 10 pack the silicone so, one he, yes. told me, he told yeah. me it was a 10-pack for four bucks. Is yes. that right? Yeah, really ah. fancy. That's how we roll, bougie family. Brad's a trainer, though. So, I mean, to, to be lifting weights and moving stuff like that, he can't necessarily oh, be wearing on, it at fuzzy. work. So, I, Brad, I've got your back on. Oh, oh you really do. Fuzzy. Get out of here. Fuzzy. Oh. <laughs> You're dead to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, so and, and sorry. Speaking of people who are who are dead, dead to you, uh, how how is the discipline on Brad going since he's lost his 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 ring? Like, what what is the plan now? So we did order a new ring. Okay, we did order a new ring. It has come in and it has not been put on his finger yet. It sits on our island, and I just keep reminding him that it looks a little better than the rubber one that he keeps wearing every single day. <laughs> That he got an attempt. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. At least if he loses this one, it's only worth what? Yeah. Exactly. 20 cents. Yeah. <laughs> Our friend Ricky Lee on Facebook says, uh, my husband lost his wedding ring while in the Dominican on his buddy's bachelor party slash boat cruise slash snorkeling adventure. Uh, they actually managed to drink the boat out of rum and all nearly ended up with alcohol poisoning. And uh, at that point in time, it fell into the water and they all tried to help him look for it. But again, Kind of a pointless <laughs> yeah. mission at that point in time because <laughs> if you're that drunk, you're not finding anything. And it's the ocean. Uh, yeah. Something falls in there, you're not finding it yeah. again. That's hilarious. <laughs> Honey, we would have tried to get it, yeah. but uh, 
My buddy, my buddy Kyle was ready to jump in, and we said, don't, don't jump in the yeah. ocean. Don't. You're really drunk. Yeah. Do not do that. Yeah. <laughs> Rather lose a piece of jewelry than a human being. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah. Uh, text in to 985-985 from our friend Melissa. Your uh, man lost his wedding ring. Tell us the story. Well, it was four months after we got married, and he went to work, and he forgot that it was on. And he stuck his keys in the exact same pocket as his ring, and he took his keys out, and it went flying. Oh, and now it's under a house. It's It's under under a a house. house. (laughs) He builds houses for a living. So does he know which house it's under? Somewhere in Bearspaw. Oh. oh, so there's some house out there. There's lost the treasure. It's tre- yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Were you pretty upset? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then I bought him another one, and he lost that one. Oh. What? Oh. Under another house? I don't know where he lost this one. <laughs> so no more rings for him. No more. She's going to tattoo that ring on herself, right? Oh, my goodness. She's going to do it with a rusty instrument and be like, oh, yeah, you want to lose this one? <laughs> Ouch. I think uh, one of our favorite stories that we heard this morning was from Kaylee. She shared that her dad lost his wedding ring almost 20 years ago uh, on their acreage and said, hey, if anybody finds it, you'll get a prize. Four years after he lost it, she was out in the yard with her sheep. Awesome detail that's got to go into the story. <laughs> yeah. uh, found it in the old garden. She said she rushed rushed to the house, handed it to the dad, and said, get your wallet out. You owe me a horse. That's how she got her first horse at 12 years old. Good as a horse and a, po- and, and a sheep are. How about this? How about being pickpocketed by an octopus? What? Oh. Veronica says, my husband lost his ring snorkeling in Hawaii this past summer. Says he saw a lot of turtles, and an octopus touched his hand, and he didn't even notice he lost it until we were 40 minute, 45 minutes away at a Walmart. What? Pickpocketed? Well, pick fingered, I guess. Oh my god! By an octopus. That's so weird. That's messed up. I guess they have those suction cups. That's what they're for. Stealing. Oh man. Huh. <laughs> Our friend uh, Soraya joins us now, but not with one story about her man losing his wedding ring. It's actually <laughs> two. Oh my goodness! Twice. <laughs> yeah. So the first one is like, oh, I think it was about two months after we got married. We went to that. Um, life in color thing so it's like a bunch of djs that play and then they spray paint on the crowd yeah so everyone's like slippery (laughs) so his ring he was like we were near the front and his ring flew off his finger and he's like oh no so he's trying to find it and then people kind of like notice him like what are you doing and so he's telling people i like i lost my wedding ring and he had a whole like little group of people helping him find it and then he found it like amongst a bunch of paint on the floor. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. Amongst hundreds of people. And that wasn't the only time that your husband lost his ring. No. So we went to Mexico in 2019, and we were in the pool, um, and they were doing – it was like this game where you have to, like, answer a question, and then you have to, like, jump into the pool. And one of the times he jumped in the pool, his ring came off. And then he didn't realize it for a little while, so we didn't exactly know where he lost it, but he was pretty sure it was in the pool. So everyone on the pool side was, like, helping us find this ring, and then the staff went and got their, like, scuba gear. Like, it was intense. Like, everyone was looking. We were looking for about an hour, I think. Wow. And then somebody found it. I think, like, a wedding ring is one of those things that everybody comes together to try and find. Yeah. Like, if you were like, I lost an earring in the pool, nobody, everybody's like, oh, that's too bad. But, like, you say no, it's, it's a wedding right. ring, right? Like, you got to help out. Yeah. yeah, people really do come together, too. It was really nice. It was really sweet. 
I got to ask, Soraya, are you concerned that your husband's ring keeps accidentally falling off so <laughs> oh, often? Well, he did lose a bunch of weight, and it's one of those rings that you can't resize. So in his defense, it's not a Wait a minute. I thought people could only wear, gain weight, and then they didn't fit on anymore. I didn't realize it worked the other way as well. They can't come off anymore? No, he got it, he got it fitted, so... It fit him before we got married, and then, yeah, he's lost a bunch of weight. So. Well, good for him. Yeah, that's awesome. Rub it in, why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> he's doing it. He's working hard. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Where you are the star of the show. Yep, surprise. You're being interviewed at 7 in the morning. Wake up. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Another week where you can wake up first thing in the morning and go, oh, I already know what I'm doing. Tonight, (laughs) 7 Central, I'm going to check out that new show on TV because the fall TV season is in in full swing with new shows tonight. Yeah, last night was a huge night for premieres with The Simpsons, uh, Bob's Burgers, Family Guy, all them getting their millionth season premieres. Uh, Celebrity Jeopardy also premiered last night with Simu Liu moving on. I actually watched that and I felt like Tyler feels like he watches when when he he watches the earlier episodes so he knows the answers when everybody watches it later. Because I actually knew the answers to questions. I was like, oh yeah, like I was absolutely slaying it. So they dumbed it down for the celebrities. For sure they did. (laughs) For sure they did. the best time to watch. Uh, But what we've been doing during this like nude Mm. TV season is I've been dropping new show titles to Tyler and Fuzzy and they have to guess what the show is about. Now, neither of them have come anywhere close, but they've come up with some pretty good ideas for some shows. So if nothing else, you guys do, you're showing how creative your mind is. So I'm going to drop you a show title. You guys got to guess what it's all about. Tyler, you're going to go first today. The show title is Reasonable Doubt. Oh, Reasonable Doubt. What's funny about Reasonable Doubt, it's actually a show about teachers teaching kids how to spell. Because if you think about the word doubt, <laughs> if you were a child and you saw the word doubt, yeah. you'd think it said debit. Doubt. That's very doubt, true. Doubt, That's so confusing. Do you but. And as a teacher, you might have a reasonable debit. <laughs> do you but. This is an easily <laughs> spellable word uh-huh. for, for a classroom situation. Now, it's not only about teachers who do spelling, because as we know, it's, it's not, it's not uh, a true television drama unless there's like a, a love interest. Uh, in this case... The love interest is a handsome custodian named Clancy. Oh, oh. nice. And he, he comes in the classroom just kind of like mopping up and sweeping. And then the teacher looks over and she's got a reasonable doubt that she could like, you know, keep her eyes off him and maybe even keep her hands to herself around the lunchroom. So, right. so things get spicy, but it is centered around children's education mm. and specifically a very, very tough fourth grade spelling bee reasonable doubt. Okay. Very good guess, Tyler. Fuzzy, your turn. What is the show reasonable doubt all about? Well, obviously I think the term reasonable doubt makes you think that this takes course in a court, uh, takes place in a courthouse. Obviously, right? Because that's what lawyers are trained to do is to prove that there is a reasonable doubt or without any reasonable doubt. However, this is a reality show about lawyers. So and, and in the sense that you have to prove that this person is a lawyer without any reasonable doubt. Okay. So it's a reality show where it's kind of it's kind of like, hey, there's another show where it's like, what is, is one of, of these three people? It's hosted by Annie, Anthony Anderson, and it's like there's three people on this panel, and one of them does this, ah. and you have to figure out what it is. However, this one is same type of idea, also hosted by Anthony Anderson, and uh, you have to determine which of the three is a lawyer. Okay. 
without any reasonable, reasonable doubt. Oh, see, it's funny because since you said Anthony Anderson is the host of it, yeah. I thought it'd be called lawyer-ish. Lawyer-ish. Yes. <laughs> or Law and Order because he's in that. There he is, go. really? Yes. What is Anthony that. Anderson not in right now? Seriously. Honestly, you, yeah. you know what's funny? Actually, it changed my mind. Uh, Anthony Anderson is a handsome custodian. He plays Clancy in my show. In my show, he's Clancy. Perfect. Yeah, working right. that mop. Yeah. Reasonable doubt <laughs> is about a woman lawyer, Charlie yeah. Stewart, yeah. the most brilliant and fearless defense attorney in L.A. who bucks the justice system at every chance she gets. Wow. wow. Streaming on Disney Plus tonight. Oh. <laughs> that's, wow. that's a big one. I have uh, no reasonable doubt that that won't be a, a hit show. Oh, there you go. And also, if you're a uh, Hollywood producer living in Calgary doing stuff, uh, hit up Fuzzy or I for both of our ideas. <laughs> totally. Both for sale. It's Medium Take Monday with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. It's a really important opportunity to get a few things off the old chest, but as always, we promise nothing too controversial. These are all just medium temperature takes. The name Fiona is way too pretty a name to be given to something that caused so much destruction over the weekend. We need to stop with the names of people for these storms and give them much more suitable names like Hurricane Ratface. Yeah. Or oh. Tropical Storm Puke Mouth. Yes. Okay. Isn't that so much better? Yeah. And then, you know, you're not a Fiona walking around being like, oh, sorry, everyone. It's kind of an ogre. It's awkward. Yeah, but she was a nice ogre. And she was beautiful in her own way. You know, the uh, limited edition KFC ruffles are supposed to taste like KFC chicken with the 11 herbs and spices, uh-huh. but tastes like they forgot eight of them. Oh, no, not very flavorful. Very unsatisfying and bland. Lacking, yeah. Oh, very geez. unsatisfying and bland. Yeah. Can we all agree that people who leave voicemails instead of just texting you are the Ugh. absolute worst? What? You're the, you're one of those people, aren't you? What? I didn't say anything. No, that look on your face said it all. <laughs> my my dad called me yesterday, wished me a happy birthday. Yeah, but the first time the call didn't go through, right? So he left me a voicemail. Voice then nice. he called me back yeah. to say it in person. You can yeah. save that forever. But I have a red dot on my phone. I'm like, I can't get it away because my dad's <laughs> wishing me a happy birthday. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Okay, uh, fourth week in a row that I've got a, a zit medium take. Oh, good, good, having good. A really good time with my face. You know an upper lip zit is bad when you actually consider that drawing a mustache on or wearing a fake one will look better than whatever is growing there. I was really tempted just to take black eyeliner and just really go to town on there. Just draw, draw yourself a beauty mark. Yeah, there you go. November is just around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Or if not, maybe that's it's mole, mole, Mole-tober. Mole-tober. Please, can we make that a thing? Mole-tober. I need some help, please. Just want to say... Uh, there's a wonderful thing about being out in the fall in Calgary. Mm-hmm. It's 22 degrees yesterday. We're at Callaway Park. There's a person in a hoodie and a toque next to somebody in a tank top, shorts, <laughs> and flip-flops. Yeah. We don't quite know what to do, yeah. and somebody ends up going halfway all the way too far <laughs> for either being too cold or too hot. Watching some TV this weekend, and you know how they always do the sobriety tests where they ask you to do the alphabet backwards? Right. Am I the only one that would have a hard time completing completely sober doing that? Yeah? I no. Mean, no. I, the only way I know how to do the alphabet is to sing the song, A, B, C, D, E. Like, what comes after M? I don't know. A, B, C, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, 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 N. What comes after J? I don't know. Uh, a, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K. 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 Really quick, try to do it backwards. No. <laughs> no. 
Nope. Not even an attempt? No, no. I love it. I'm not going to try either. I feel scared. Just kidding, we're good. Fuzzy's going to work on that, and we will move on with our morning. Just just take my blood. Do whatever you need me to do. Just give me a ticket. I'm stone cold sober. I can't complete the test. Give me a ticket. The man child, sasky girl, and the girl dad of two dogs. One who actually likes him. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe so you never miss an episode. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Uh, This may sound crazy, but hop in the boat and row with us for a moment. We've got some Monday motivation from last night's Big Brother finale. Yeah, it was a bit of a wild season, and this is a spoiler alert. If you didn't watch the finale last night, we're going to talk about who won because it's a pretty big deal that this person won. Uh, It was a very historic moment. The very first black woman in the history of Big Brother, 24 years, to win the entire game, only the second to make it to final two. Well, this is the second year that it's been an all-black final. Yeah, exactly. Because... That same thing happened last year where they had the cookout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was an incredible moment uh, when Taylor Hales, uh, beauty queen from the U.S., who's this, like, gorgeous woman who had a target on her back from day one because you walk into a house and say you're a beauty queen, it's going to cause some people to just come at you automatically. So she faced a lot of adversity, uh, and it was just really cool to see during her speech, during her pitch to the jury last night, her just rattle off all the reasons why she should be this year's winner. I'm so much more than the wins I have had. I've proven I can win and wield power, but I'm more than my wins in this game. Monty may have more blood on his hands than me, but as someone who has sat on this eviction block six times on an eviction night, I have bled out the most in this game, but I have bandaged myself together every single time and gotten up and continued to fight because like so many other women in the world, that is what we have to do to get to the end. We have to take care of ourselves and put ourselves first while also looking out for the rest of the ones who are behind us. Yes. It's funny being the person in this room who's not watched a second of Big Brother in several seasons. My first thing was like, okay, all right. It's a pretty good little uh, vote for me speech at the end there. Trying to trying to plead your case to the to the jury. Especially when it's somebody you were in a showmance with. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, the guy, like the the other person that won second place, they like very late in the show, showman's like in the last two weeks, they kind of hooked up, which is kind of interesting. But it was really cool to watch her talking, and she was bullied a lot in the household, unfortunately, by a lot of the women. If you again, you walk into a house, you say you're a beauty queen. Unfortunately, women still kind of like pit themselves against each other rather than like you know raising each other up. And Taylor said the entire time she's like, I'm not letting a woman go out on my hohs. Like she really wanted the women to stick together. Unfortunately, they were all kind of against her. And when she was saying that speech about women standing up for themselves because we have to, every single woman on that jury was like nodding along. was like, you're right. Like, you get my vote. You're right. <laughs> That's I'm it. in you the win. jury house. <laughs> yeah. You're out there. You get my vote automatically. She ended up winning by a vote of seven to one. Only one person voted for Monty. And regardless, you know, this obviously this is a person in a reality show and everything. But I feel like the words that she said, whether you've gone through any kind of adversity, could really serve as some good Monday motivation today. I have overcome so much in this game, and I've come to understand that I am not a shield. I am a sword. I am not a victim. I am a victor. And if there is one word that is going to describe the entire season, it is resiliency. Oh, I'm not a shield. I am a sword. Oh, so good.
Oh, well done, Taylor. Uh, deserve it. And she went seven hundred fifty thousand or seven hundred seventy-five thousand dollars, and then also won America's Favorite Player. Crazy. So taking another fifty grand on top of that. That's not bad. Yeah, not, 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 bad. not too bad for a summer just hanging out in a house. Huh. Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy search for Calgary's most delicious name. Okay, things are getting serious, which sounds strange to say about a tournament with real people's names that sound like food or drinks who live their lives every day in Calgary. But we're moving on to the semifinals, Fuzzy. What started as the elite or the edible eight, as I like to call it, has turned into the final or the foodle four. (laughs) The The foodle foodle four. four. Final foodle, Uh. yeah. Sort of. It makes really good sense, Fuzzy. I really like it. Uh, but yeah, now things are definitely definitely intense because there's only four delicious names left, and we've got the semifinals kicking off today. An intense round. Uh, we've got Sunday Norton taking on Terry Champagne. Ooh. Oh my gosh! This is. I still haven't decided who's getting my vote. Uh, I just. See, I don't know. See, see, I honestly don't know where. It's, to go. it's. It's almost good that our votes don't count in this because I too. I'm just rooting for all these people yeah. who, who, who probably their whole lives was like, hey, your name is Sunday. Oh, like the food. And it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I like the food. Your last name is Champagne, yeah. like the drink. Are you yeah. bubbly? And they're like, yeah, yeah. I'm like yeah. the drink. I'm, I'm bubbly. Like you but, have to be. But this is a chance to take full ownership of these names and, and receive citywide recognition <laughs> as Calgary's most delicious name. This is bigger than being white-hatted fuzzy. This is a really, really big deal. Sure, absolutely. It is It is massive. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you totally. know what? It, you know what it is? It's good, dumb fun. Exactly. Yes, it's yeah. exactly what it is. And am I the only one who can't help but think about today's matchup and think about making it a mashup? Like, is there such thing as a champagne float? Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's I, bubbly, like I, like a soda is. I don't think that putting ice cream in, in, in uh, champagne would be a I'm good thing I feel like if nothing else, this matchup, if I can't decide who I want to win, this matchup is giving me a new recipe idea. See, there was one person who's going to try it, it's you. Yeah, <laughs> I even think, like, if you were to have a Sunday and then have champagne, when those bubbles make you burp, you're gonna be oh. there's gonna be a little bit of Sunday coming. It's gonna be you know what I mean? Like it's that's a real it's not foam. it's not crisp that's, and that's clean. That's a foam is, situation. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, uh, good point. You can uh, vote on <laughs> Facebook. You can vote on Twitter. You can vote on Instagram. Right now, we have our early numbers for this semifinal round of Champagne versus Sunday. And in the lead, in the lead right now is Sunday with 60 <sighs> percent of the votes. Uh, vote now. The winner. We'll move on to the finals for Calgary's most delicious name. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Real, fun, and all about Calgary. 98.5 Virgin Radio.